Namaskaram everyone welcome back to the podcast so today we have prakarana with us just a small brief description about the podcast we have finally someone who talks about bodhashuddhi vivaha yes a lot of you have been asking about what is bodhashuddhi vivaha and you know for couples who want to get married this is a very awesome process and prakar anna married his childhood love using bodhashuddhi vivaha mm, so i am i think you guys w- would want to definitely hear the entire podcast and yep so without further ado let's directly get into it namaskaram namaskaram everyone welcome back to the podcast today we have dear prakarana with us namaskaram anna namaskaram anna yes uh, thank How you for you coming i am good thank you for coming on the show <laughs> uh, so anna like uh, even this is the first time i think we are also talking so we can go directly into the podcast with your permission yes anna sure yes anna so please tell us about your life like not inner engineering now like way before inner engineering and you know we would love to know about you like prakarana okay. you contacted me right like you wanted to give the podcast so please tell me why about all yes. this yeah yes anna so actually uh, i passed my 12th exam and i cleared iit j and i went to an iit uh, college after that uh, oh. uh, Yeah. IIT yeah i didn't know okay okay please this yeah. is interesting i only read about iit in books and in a films uh, it's nothing very special but uh, just uh, i was uh, in i was in third year of iit college so i was feeling very low these day, those days may i ask which uh, branch may, may i ask which branch you took yes and i took mathematics and computing five year course mtech yeah so uh, so i was in third year and i was feeling very low and i had some very bad habits i had developed over time so i i was not getting like uh, i was not feeling joyful whatever i did uh, right i was participating in a lot of college events i was doing a lot of stuff helping out friends i was in a pretty good friends group i was enjoying and partying now and then <laughs> doing iit all the parties stuff. iit parties yeah. and all everything is there oh we have yeah. so much misconceptions okay. <laughs> no everything like uh, a lot of uh, things that youngsters do and shouldn't do <laughs> everything i used to do <laughs> so, but uh, still uh, something uh, within me was not uh, i was not getting fulfilled not feeling fulfilled at all and uh, uh, i used to feel this emotional pain within me like uh, so i was trying to uh, reduce that pain uh, trying to do a lot of meditations and uh, psychology related books i read about 50 of the psychology books then i uh, tried lot of meditations from different spiritual teachers can you talk about that a bit like which all practices you tried yeah yes and i actually tried reiki and uh, i tried something called mind control also <laughs> and uh, uh, various energy healing techniques uh, m- most of them i don't remember name but a uh, lot of spiritual teachers were there like simona and uh, teal and uh, many others so okay. after that uh, i came across sadguru and inner engineering i fought with my parents and went to the program <laughs> <laughs> so i went like uh, 300 kilometers from my college Uh, in kolkata and i attended the seven day program there and uh, it uh, really transformed my life completely what happened on the initiation day of the program really uh, it uh, basically showed me a dimension of experience which i have never i had never felt before 
so i actually it was so overwhelming experience is it was such a overwhelming experience for me that uh, uh, i actually cried in the inner engineering initiation a lot and uh, i was i never used to cry like that i cried out loud like uh, like crazy you know <laughs> so and uh, i was uh, my upbringing was very normal and everything i i had good manners i knew i, I don't have to i shouldn't cry in front of people and everything but uh, something within me broke and i felt such uh, overflowing bliss that i just didn't want to lose that but uh, uh, i mean somehow uh, that experience changed my life like totally uh, i used to be an introvert before this program after that i i started becoming more open towards talking with people and doing lot more stuff i mean i had bigger friends group and my personality changed a lot and i i started feeling more joyful from within, within of course a lot of us can agree on that who have done inner engineering <laughs> so uh, yeah it's not a it's not like a promotion for inner engineering but it's just how my life has happened after that it's not like a, uh, it's been a straight a joyful joyful journey after that <laughs> i stopped my practices for something like 2 years oh, you stop you stop like you yes, didn't yes. come okay no please tell, actually, please tell about that that is what i want <laughs> what happened okay. yeah yeah okay actually mm-hmm. after a, an advanced program uh, uh, i felt uh, very low like uh, uh, lot of my fears and insecurities came out and uh, i i really lost uh, the normal sense of things i was really like uh, you can say little bit like psychologically disturbed for some time was it during the practices like while you were doing shambhavi uh no i was not doing shambhavi then no no you were initiated but you yes, broke the I practice and disappeared okay yes this happened for some time so uh, my friends and my family they advised me not to do anything like that like uh, yoga and everything so get off sadguru for a while like that they said they said so i stopped the practices and for two years i didn't continue any of them and actually life uh, started happening pretty well uh, for me those oh. at that time mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that time really really amazingly you know but uh, still after 2 years of leaving the practice i felt like uh, still it's not going anywhere i am not feeling fulfilled and again that that's whole drama happened so i went to a nearby engineering program and i volunteered there and uh, i basically got my practice uh, relearned my practice again and started doing it so after that again a lot of wonderful experiences have been happening within me yeah so you talked about inner engineering but like i st- started at the beginning of the podcast like that was edited out so i wanted to go back before iit like why you chose iit and your life before that sure you didn't you didn't yeah. talk about that anna yes sir. you went directly into inner engineering <laughs> let me do that hello oh my god what happened i think it got stuck let me okay hello anna can you hear me okay i think uh, i lost prakarana but we'll just wait uh, hello yes yes anna yes, sorry i lost the connection yeah got you back got you back yeah yeah please please so i told we have to start from childhood you and direct yes, 
okay okay uh, as a child i was uh, a very shy and introvert and uh, i had a pretty small friends group and i used to talk only to them and <laughs> the rest of the people i just uh, felt very scared to talk to <laughs> i didn't even uh, talk to any of the girls uh, like oh. directly <laughs> i was that scared of everyone <laughs> so but i i always used to top my classes like out of 14 classes i've topped around uh, 10 of them in my school you are the first you are the topper in the class eh? <laughs> yeah yes yes always i was known to be the, like that uh, yeah so it was, was pretty it, normal was, childhood was it something that you wanted like i want to know about studies like there's a lot of talk about studies and like was it something that you really loved studying like how was it like yeah yeah uh, actually my parents because of them uh, i i was just told that you have to study well to to get a good job and everything like financially stable so yeah and talk a bit about that like i want to explore that a bit like what do you think about that thing right now like is it is like, it how it is like because a lot of youngsters one of most of like when i look the analytics my crowd is 18 to 25 the people who are listening to this so i just want you to know like what is your you are someone who has stopped it like have you been able to use all those things right now in your life or do you think it would, you could have taken it much more easier and still it would have been okay like what do, it's yeah. your genuine I don't, i'm not trying to put anything sure, like what is sure, your genuine sure. yeah yes yes so i feel like uh, today i feel really grateful because my parents uh, forced me to study or basically they uh, tried to inspire me to study and motivate me uh, so that i'll get a jo- good job so today i have a good job so uh, i'm earning pretty okay for survive surviving in bangalore so yeah i feel really grateful for uh, what they did but there was a time in my life when i was actually in that age 18 to 25 i used to feel really like uh, why why did i why was i forced to do all these studies and everything and actually i did like uh, studying uh, because i didn't know uh, anything else so i used to study a lot i was in love with the books i used to do uh, read a lot of books like apart from syllabus also like comics and everything like <laughs> within one hour i used to finish all the comics like that but uh, um yeah so Uh, in college time basically i used to feel like uh, why why did i waste a lot of time on studies and all but uh, actually it's pretty good for uh, surviving and everything for getting money and getting by it's pretty good uh, it could have gone either way i mean if uh, if at all actually i can't imagine to be honest i can't imagine to have done it uh, any other way because uh, Uh, it it was just in my nature that i didn't do any uh, extrovert kind of stuff i i actually wouldn't have survived anywhere like uh, without uh, getting a job and uh, getting money so yeah that's pretty i think it was pretty needed so what time did you plan to like go for iit like engineering like when was that decision like so yeah i uh, in 10th after 10th uh, passing the 10th standard i uh, got into a coaching so uh, yeah but i'm asking like when did that thought come that i want to go to iit or uh, like how did maybe, that maybe maybe in the 9th standard it came okay. when i heard uh, first from my um, from a, a person nearby uh, so yeah i knew that uh, it's a pretty good engineering college so i thought i'll prepare for it maybe i'll go somewhere someday but uh, i was not really into preparation till 11th
so does, how 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 does this preparation go for an iit like i want to know like so yes uh, how so much tough is it <laughs> it it was pretty tough i i i i used to always think about uh, how to clear iit j exam those two years uh, 11th and 12th and uh, it was the only thought in my mind sleeping waking and uh, even uh, going to the toilet everywhere <laughs> i used to i used to think just this one thing how to get one more question uh, solved i used to solve questions in my head even in uh, my dream i used to solve really oh, <laughs> i did okay. solve yes. okay. <laughs> it was pretty uh, good experience because i was so focused on uh, solving problems and getting good marks in iit jee and having concepts more clear in my head right and because i remember like i simply attended the iit exam you know i did prepare and all and i was like what kind of question is this so tell us like how, how is the, how does that exam go like and how much is the pass mark like how many questions you need to answer and just i just want to simply know <laughs> that's right yes yes yeah. uh, uh okay so actually i think the exam format has changed a bit and uh, uh, today we have some j main and j advanced two exams happen uh but from in my time only one exam used to happen uh in two shifts in two three three hour shifts uh so that like that but uh i think if you pass uh for uh for you to uh if you score 50 percent uh, more than 50 percent in the exam you'll uh get through the iit and get a rank basically. is it okay yes but uh yeah the exam is pretty tough and uh only if you are prepared uh, for the exam then only you can basically score that many marks right so how much did you like may I ask like how much did you like i i scored uh, something around 46 to 50% something like that only 46% i think so please talk us a bit about the life inside iit you said i did things and all but you just glanced over it like that <laughs> so please give us a little bit more into the life into iit how the classes are scheduled and what you would do after how much time you require to study like hostel life like something <laughs> okay actually you don't need to study at all <laughs> is it yes. yeah. you okay. can just uh, study before the exam like pe- most people study just uh, a week before the exam they start uh, the same thing study. like all in engineering college yes, yes. Okay. Okay. same thing uh, and uh, uh, hostel life uh, just uh, pretty great uh, uh, internet connection for free and uh, mess food was just uh, okay <laughs> uh, and uh, the girls uh, in our college were less so i mean <laughs> like that <laughs> most people uh, feel this uh, like a limitation in yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but pretty good uh, bondage with uh, friends and uh, get a lot of exposure towards like uh, innovation and research and uh, basically event organizing and everything so very good learning experience for one who wants to learn otherwise most people like i think 80 to 90 percent people just spend their time playing on playing games on laptop and uh-huh. watching movies series and everything <laughs> like it? yeah yeah i also did most of the time i did that <laughs> great, great. so basically you enjoyed everything in iit that's good. Ah, yeah. I so I think many who wants to go into IIT, I think they are, I, I have, they have this image. It's like that. Maybe I have that image. Maybe, but now I think it's clear. So, so that's great, Anna. Like uh, anything else? Like, uh, have you been to the ashram or something? Like, like. Yes, Anna. A- yes, I, I have been for a week. I volunteered just uh, after in engineering. Uh, okay. Within six months, I visited the ashram, and uh, yeah, I've stayed there for seven days, and 
it was pretty good experience uh, i volunteered there for 7 days but it was really hard for me to get adjusted to that uh, environment uh, that uh, schedule and everything uh, volunteering the whole day on those hard uh, floors and everything <laughs> can you talk about uh, that? i get a lot of floors, I, I get a lot of questions like everyone thinks oh ashram means all nice nice could you talk about that experience like how you went to the ashram and yeah, could you talk, talk about the schedule a bit yes. and uh, you know so that people get to know how volunteering sure. exactly is in your experience what happened yes. the activities you did yes all that so uh, so i did from uh, everything from kitchen like cutting vegetables to um, transporting something from here to there or uh, yeah and uh, dhyanalinga volunteering i volunteered there and uh, naga temple near naga temple i used to stand and wish people namaste and uh, provide them with a uh, prasadam and everything like that so just simple things anything that uh, i had no particular choice but uh, so the best experience for me was dhyanalinga volunteering because uh, just uh, standing there and uh, doing namaskar and like this uh, to people uh, to sit down uh, like that gesture just doing that uh, i did that for 3 4 days i think just doing that really filled me with uh, so much uh, bliss and peacefulness and uh, really an experience beyond my body I, I, i have to say so that that experience i think has enriched my life uh, and i enjoy it till the date so that is the best now come to the worst and the things that you found hard yeah yeah worst <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so worst uh, was uh, walking on the floor i mean uh, the ashram floor without any chappals <laughs> that was uh, it uh, it felt very hard and <laughs> yeah so at times uh, there was uh, sun coming and uh, mm-hmm. so they, uh, the floor was very hot and everything so that was there yeah that was the worst thing uh, yeah and uh, getting up early in the morning for guru puja at 5:30 of course <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was there so that's great yeah. so anything else that you would like to share with the audience or something that you would like to say about sadhana like how is it going right now with this lockdown like how has it been supportive or like or yes. how has it uh, so uh, my sadhana yeah it has been supportive the lockdown has been definitely supportive because uh it it is saving me transport time because i can work from home now and uh, so i can spend more time on my sadhana and uh, it has really intensified my sadhana a bit and uh, um so yeah uh, which all practices do you do now like for yes uh, so i do uh, shambhavi surya shakti surya kriya and uh, i do uh, guru puja and uh, i do one nanmay urvam process uh, yeah could you talk That's about uh, hatha yoga like how why you how you did hatha yoga and like how it has been for you sure so i went to hatha yoga program first uh, surya kriya because i wanted uh, good health and i wanted my uh, digestion to improve and uh, i just wanted to feel uh, what uh, they were saying like uh, it is like sun within you will open up and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i want did come did sun open up <laughs> no actually i felt really energetic and everything uh, in the program 
yeah uh, but i couldn't do it properly <laughs> my asanas were going posters were going all over the place and the whatever teacher was constantly correcting me but uh, i really felt something very wonderful within me so that's how i started doing hatha yoga and definitely my health and everything improved doing hatha yoga and uh, yeah it does uh, stabilize uh, my body more and pro- uh, gives strength and actually when i did the surya kriya practice uh, after a week of it i just used uh, i just used to sit still and sometimes just i felt like sitting still and uh, this bliss outpoured of me you know from my heart just out of no reason so that was something that i didn't know that it can do this also <laughs> Awesome, Anna. So, what about Nanmayuru? It's that uh, Nanmayuru, it's a 8%, Ishanga 8-7%, is it the same thing? Yes, Anna, yes, 7%. So, yes, so I have uh, uh, enrolled for it in 2017. Can you, like, let's say the listener is someone who doesn't know about this. So, could you talk about it, like, for someone who is first player, okay, what is this Nanmayuru? Like, could you talk like that? Sure, yeah. sure. So, Nanmayuruvam is a uh, yantra, and which is given by Sadhguru. Uh, to people who are who want sadguru as a partner in their life so uh, <laughs> so he says uh, you give me your 7% and i give you 100% so uh, basically you have to donate 7% of your earnings uh, regularly to isha and and you get to keep uh, the nanmayuram yandra in your home and you get to connect with it with the process that uh, you are initiated into so but uh, the experience is phenomenal uh, the way it changes your life is phenomenal from what i have been through and uh, just uh, the experience of life i think that is something that matters to me really personally uh, everything else uh, it is said to be financially supportive also it brings more money and uh, basically material well being <laughs> <laughs> good good <laughs> which is true actually uh, i have seen many many magical things happening you have to give life. example now you have to give example yes, simply yes, you are going yes. over saying like this you tell tell yes, what you got i should give i should give so actually i was struggling in my old job a lot and everything was going against me and though i did have the yantra but uh, i was thinking why is it not working why is it not working <laughs> but after some time i saw i got married and uh, before my marriage only Actually, you missed this part. You're married. I didn't know. You missed all yes, the good parts of the out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, yes, I I got married by a bhoot shuddhi viva. Oh, so, hey, so yeah. much. You finish Nanmayuram, then I'll come to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, na. So Nanmayuram. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking, why is it not working? Why is it not working? But uh, after uh, on my marriage date only, I got a job offer from a company. Uh, i gave an interview one year back oh okay <laughs> so that was really unexpected <laughs> and i was magically saved from this old boring job which was getting me nowhere with no growth aspects prospects so yeah it was really magical great, great. yeah awesome that's awesome so now bhootashuddhi vivaha like no one has talked about bhootashuddhi vivaha till now i have not got anyone so please talk about that and like from where you met your Wife, 
first time i met her i was in fifth standard uh, second standard in oh, school yeah i i actually uh, wanted to marry her when i was in fifth standard you <laughs> wanted to like, marry yeah yeah i i wanted to marry her and first make her a girlfriend and of course marry her i was pretty innocent and i wanted to marry her only i mean i had very clear intention and uh, till 12th standard i was in silent love affair with her and oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, everyone used to tease us in school uh, like that everyone knew and uh, but i never talked to her <laughs> after after school in college fourth year uh, i talked to her on facebook and after fifth year ended uh, i came to bangalore and then i talked to her in person we met a few times and then th- things progressed so i then proposed her and everything she said yes <laughs> uh, so 2016 we got together and uh, uh, after that uh, it's been a good journey uh, like a roller coaster <laughs> and uh, we decided in 2019 uh, that i i was thinking this from 2018 only uh, 2018 december time only that i will get married by bhutushuddhi viva because uh, i don't want uh, though i love her immensely i don't want any bondage with her <laughs> i was very clear. i hope she doesn't listen to this podcast we'll beat you she'll beat you <laughs> no, i i think that will go well <laughs> so excuse me so uh, yeah i want, didn't want any bondage with her so, so i knew that i have to get married by bhutushuddhi viva so i said this condition if i get married to you it has to be bhutushuddhi viva very good Basically. so it was a lot of uh, uh, convincing our both of our parents because it was something new that our tradition didn't have basically in the north but uh, the way it happened it really uh, people really felt something good within them as they said it was a different experience so i thought uh, that it's it's a success thing i mean it's success because something wonderful uh, came into experience of everyone attending this pro- uh, this vivaha process so yeah we both felt very good and yeah can it was a, really yeah. can you talk about buddhasiddhi viva like again like for someone who hasn't you know who's hearing it for the first time and like how can it happen like if they want to do it yes so uh, so there is this vivaha uh, website uh, i mean email id is there shri yogini dot org something like that it's there so you can ask them to uh, about uh, the process email them that you are interested in and they'll they'll tell you basically what all material is required and uh, what all rules are there there are a lot of rules and uh, like people cannot eat at the time of this vivaha process and uh, uh, like that mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and uh, a lot of everyone has to be seated i mean like that <laughs> yes so uh, <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i like yes, i yes. no no like did you do it in the ashram or did a volunteer come to your place and do it like how did it happen there are two types right yeah they came to yes they came to my place in uh, merit in up they came from delhi a few mm-hmm. volunteers came and they uh, arranged a lot of uh, material also some materials we also had to arrange and uh, they basically set up the whole thing okay. so before the vivaha process timing muhurat uh, before that 2 uh, 3 hours uh, before that 2 3 for 2 3 hours they prepare the setup Oh. the hall and everything they set up and uh, then uh, that happens so 
Oh, that's great. That's great. So good. So great. <laughs> so anything else, Anna, like you would like to share? Like uh, when I'm asking this only, you are telling all the good things. Yes, Anna. So, so I uh, so I did Shivanga Sadhana oh, twice. Okay. Yes, Anna. Please. So uh, twice I have done Shivanga Sadhana. I mean, now it's thrice. After I did it twice, I felt like uh, I should volunteer more towards uh, Shivanga programs. So I went uh, and volunteered, and uh, slowly I got into uh, just towards my marriage. Just after my marriage. just the next week i i saw this uh, facilitator training program happening so mm-hmm. i went and i got uh, trained to facilitate shivanga programs so uh, after that i have conducted shivanga program once in hindi uh, in bangalore after that this covid situation came mm-hmm. and <laughs> now programs are happening online uh, for hindi also we must start uh, soon i think yeah so it's it's been great and very enriching experience uh, conducting a shivanga program definitely absolutely so how was your climb to the velangiri like so yes climb to velangiri ana was very it was really uh, like somebody lifted me up there and like that <laughs> yeah it was uh, magical yes well, it was a little difficult in the beginning for two three hills but uh, after that uh, really i don't know where the energy came and i just climbed like effortlessly to the top and down also <laughs> great great good experience sir. so where can the listeners reach out to you like do you have an instagram or email id or what is the best place to reach out to you regarding any of this uh, i i think facebook facebook is the best place facebook.com/prakharmai yeah that's my account so that i link in the description i hope it's not a private account is it No, Anna. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Anna, for coming on the podcast. Uh, so, thank you, Anna. <laughs> Anything else you would like you. to say last to everyone who is planning, like in this COVID situation or something, like they can do? Uh, yeah, I I think uh, uh, I would say that. Uh, don't wait for anything like uh, the situation to open like uh, if you want to feel meditative if you want to feel the joy within you uh, do inner engineering online or anything like anything you feel to, uh, anything you wish to uh, try any sort of meditation and just don't wait uh, to if you are feeling like depressed or if you are feeling under the weather just don't wait uh, because uh, i i hope everyone is doing well but uh, if mm-hmm. someone needs to hear this i i hope they take the next step to, towards their well being in whichever way they feel is right for them thank you thank you so much anna you take care so how did you enjoy the podcast guys how was it i would really love to know so if you love the podcast definitely re- leave a review on apple podcast like whether it's a one star two star or whatever rating it is please do a review it would mean the world to me a written review really really means the world to me and also if you could screenshot this podcast and tag me on your instagram story twitter facebook wherever it is it would really mean the world to me so until the next podcast guys reach out to prakarana by the way on his fb page i have linked to in the description bombard him with your questions guys bombard him So namaskaram bye